Fight Podcast, hosted by Sergio Vicente. The Fight Podcast is brought to you by Sage Eats. Sage Eats is a Chicago-based healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring company. They deliver healthy, organic, custom meals directly to your home or office. For those of you not in Chicago, Sage Eats also offers online fitness mentoring where your personal fitness mentor will send you four weeks worth of workouts that are customized to your body and your goals. Your mentor is available seven days a week to answer questions and offer support. Sign up for Sage Eats at W www.sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Now here's your host of the FIGHT podcast, Sergio Vicente. Yo! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the FIGHT podcast, the weekly combat sports and culture podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and we have a great show for you today. Today! Look, man, it's been the holidays. We've been in and out of town. We've been traveling a lot, but I have something special for you guys, and I was so happy that I was that I was able to get it for you guys on this holiday weekend. We have an amazing interview that I know you're going to love, but before I get to that, remember, the Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Remember to follow the Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at the Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. Support the show by checking us out on the website, thefightpodcast.com. Subscribe, listen, rate, and share. The Fight Podcast is now on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and every other major podcast outlet. So check us out today. All right. Today's a great day. I had the pleasure of speaking to one of my favorite kickboxers out there, Ojin Topic. Ojin Topic is one of the top-ranked American fighters in the world. He's also a select few foreign fighters to compete on the world's highest-rated shows and most prestigious arenas. Topic's resume includes performances on commonly known shows uh, by mainstream media such as Yukao, uh, Lion Fight, Muay Thai Grand Prix, Triumph, which was actually at Madison Square Garden, and so much more. Um, he's also held WBC North American Championship, WKA North American Championship. He was voted the 2011 North American Professional Rookie of the Year by Muay Thai Authority, and so much more. Ojin Topic is an absolute beast, I'm telling you. He's currently training right now. And I, and I had to make this phone call in the middle of the night. It was literally midnight in Chicago. And I had to make a call. He is currently training in Thailand. He hasn't even come back to the States yet, but he's currently in Thailand. And he currently competes for one championship. In this interview, we got into so much. We got into his training, his background, competing and working with one championship, and so much more. I'm be honest, this is another amazing interview. I loved it. I hope you guys will as well. Um, enjoy my combo with Ojin Topic right here on episode 64 of The Fire Podcast. Enjoy. Oh, and real quick, before I forget, the first 
two minutes or so of the interview, because we were, you know, across the world from each other, there's a little weird, funky sounds and stuff going on with the uh, the connection. It wasn't the strongest at certain points, but we made sure to clean it up as best we possibly could for you guys. So again, sorry about that. Bear with us. But all in all, it's an amazing interview. Again, enjoy our interview with Ocean Topic. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hello? Hey, I'm doing good. What's up? Good, good, man. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you. All right, cool. Uh, I don't have any video, but that's all right. Uh, how's everything going today, man? Going great. Just uh, out over here in the coffee shop doing some design work. All right, that's what's up, man. Uh, so, man, you're in uh, Thailand, man. How's that going so far? Yeah, I mean, it's going great. You know, I feel, I feel at home here. Um, been here before many times, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's that's, good. Uh, it's very beneficial for for me. That's awesome, man. So how how do you compare, man? Because I know you're from Jersey, or I know you live in Jersey, and you've gone been able to go back and forth. I mean, not a lot of people like are allotted that uh, experience, man. I know that's such an amazing experience to go over there. How do you find the difference in like what what are that what is the real benefit of going over there and um and, and training? You know, I mean, this is their uh, national sport, so coming over here is, uh, you know, it's 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 where the sport started, and these guys, in my opinion, are are the best in the world. Um, so coming here, you're just gonna get more experience, and uh, you'll gain a lot of uh, knowledge as well on on you know in the actual sport. So it's definitely beneficial. Dude, that that's amazing. So watching you and and I said I've been able to watch you over the last couple of years you have one of the well in my opinion like just a, such a clean technical style man what do you attribute your your like just how technical you are cuz a lot of people have so many different you know aspects they bring into the sport you are just everything seems very very precise man how did you like end up developing that style Hello? Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you just fine. Sorry about that. Yeah, I know we have a a poor connection some of the times it goes in and out. Yeah, Um, I can hear you. All right. No, but I was saying, uh, man, how is it... For instance, like I said, you, you know, you, you, you've been there, you're training, man, like, and your style is so technical. Like, how have you been able to, like, you know, develop that style throughout the years? I mean, is it you feel like strictly from training there or, like, how was your development into, like, the type of fighter that you currently are? Uh, no, it was it was uh, when I first started uh, training Muay Thai. I uh, I was completely obsessed with it, as I am now. Um, and all I would do is just watch uh, uh, videos upon videos of Thai fighters, but not 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 Thai fighters, you know, American fighters or European fighters. It was strictly just guys from Thailand. Mm. Um, and uh, there was just something about them, how strong they were, how composed they were, and they were very calm in the fight. And everything 
was always direct and to the point, and I wanted to be just like that. So, uh, you know, when I would train um, at my gym in, in uh, at North Jersey Muay Thai, mm-hmm. um, you know, I would I would just try to repl- replicate all that stuff uh, that I was seeing on the video. So I was basically just copying whatever they were doing, and uh, I think that's something that helped me out a lot. Um, so I would advise um, the younger generation that's coming up if they wanna if they like a certain style or a certain certain fighter, right. go back to the gym and copy whatever whatever he's doing, his movements, um, his style, and eventually that will translate into your own style. Once once you um, kind of understand the movement of, uh, of of some of those moves, then. Um, you can develop your own style. That's dope, man. Um, it, since you, that's what you did, and you definitely, you know, have that like super heavy, like Muay Thai style for yourself, man. Like, who who were the people that you were really influenced by? Like, who were some of those uh, legends? One of the first guys that I started watching, I started it in uh, 2005. Okay. Uh, watching Muay Thai, and that's and that's when uh, Huacao, uh was becoming big. I think he man. was fighting like from. 2004, 2005, and uh, K1. Right. And, um, you know, there was a huge difference, not only in technique, but just in um, skill level. The other fighters. And uh, he just made it look uh, effortless, you know, especially his left kicks and his clinch. Uh, so... So he was one of the guys that I liked watching, and then I like watching a lot of the uh, guys from the 90s era, uh, fighters like Karuhat, he was one of my favorite, uh, Boon Lai, he was another guy that I liked a lot, and both of those guys are very uh, technical. Oh man, absolutely. Man, it's funny you say Buokai, because Buokai is one of those ones that I feel like everybody, when you're first getting into Muay Thai, they show you. They're like, yo, if you want to do this, this is what you have to look at, you know? <laughs> and, and it's yeah, just... I mean, uh, you you have no what was it yeah, you have no other choice because he was you have no other choice because he was one of the pioneers to bring Muay Thai you know forward and to where it is now so man dude's a legend man and it's crazy because I mean you've also been in there with some legends I mean uh, how how is that experience of going in there with people like Senshai and stuff like that you know and it's just like people who I'm sure you know you've admired throughout your career how is that going in there with those guys and competing against them yeah, I mean, it's difficult because those guys sure. all have, like, ten times the experience that I do, <laughs> you know? I'm going in there against these guys with, like, 30, 40 fights. So it was really, really this difficult, and I had to be extremely, extremely focused during my training and then during the fight, too. Um, and then, of course, you know, sometimes I lost, sometimes I won. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the experience level is um, is the difference uh, that was made. But, but, um, but, yeah, fighting Sanchai, that was a great experience. I think that was definitely one of my uh, most difficult matches. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not it's not like he was very strong. Uh, don't get me wrong, he was strong. He had right. good kicks and good punches, but it was just... Um, uh, trying to figure out what he was, uh, uh, what he was gonna do. You know? Right. So, so it was more of a mental challenge. I'm sure, and he's always caught me. It struck me as somebody who definitely has just incredible timing. It, it seems like yeah. his timing is just like, just you know, on another level. You know, it's crazy. Yep, that's that's another uh, that's another 
um, aspect of, of Muay Thai and maybe not just Muay Thai but all combat sports is timing absolutely you know? and uh, that's something that uh, I'm still I'm still working on and you know it's it's a it's a work in progress oh man well dude like you working on it man you, uh, you, you're one of the best in the world so I mean it's crazy to hear somebody who, who's you know at your caliber so like ah oh, dude it's so much still to work on man which is nuts um, you, you're you know so you're currently fighting for one championship man how is that experience it seems like one has been blowing up everywhere um, it, what's, what's been separating what do you think separates one from like some of the other organizations that you've competed in because you've competed in some of the best I mean Lion Fight and a bunch of others man how is like one different from all the others well, you can't really compare the, the uh, one to all the other organizations that I've been fighting for. I mean, the other ones, uh, not saying this in a bad way, but one is, you know, it's, it's a multi, I think, if not probably billion dollar company. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. So, you know, they have, they have a lot of money behind them, and uh, which helps the fighters out, obviously financially, but also um, they have a big team that cares for the fighters and uh, you know Chatri um, this uh, CEO mm-hmm. um, was also a fighter himself so he knows what the fighters are going through how the fighters should be treated so uh, it's far the best organization that I've uh, worked for and I'm very proud to uh, or happy to, to be working for them you know absolutely uh, just based off of that the way they treat their fighters and and stuff like that man it's funny man it seems like like everybody who is currently fighting with them or compete you know working with them feels the same way and you always hear about like the camaraderie and everyone seems like how they treat their fighters man i think that that's what separates them especially now that they're starting to come to the states and they have that big tnt deal or with like turner sports uh, how do you feel about you know honestly being able to see you know muay thai and you know great combat sports on like such a big network here in the states yeah it's it's amazing uh i mean i think muay thai is is really starting to um become bigger and bigger Mm -hmm. and it's it's getting the uh it's getting the press that we've all been waiting for absolutely Uh, so so yeah i'm very happy about that it's going to be good for my name for my brand so uh yeah i'm looking forward to um you know fighting next year and also another thing that i love about one championship is the uh the weight class uh, or not the weight classes but the lack of cutting weight you right know, right now they 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 set it up where you're you're fighting at your walk around weight so it's amazing man you walk in there and you, you don't have to worry about cutting weight so it's Dude. it's a beautiful thing man that has to be so much better i mean i've competed in the past and i remember like in a, a, a week span you're cutting like 20 pounds i mean i yeah. and you we, and i know even when you rehydrate you're not you're not at your best so i mean being able to be fully hydrated and everything that has to like benefit your performance yeah, it, it really does, and not only that, but um, it's I, f- I feel like it's it's a fair system, and you can't really cheat because if you, I mean, yeah, I, I really don't think you can cheat because they take a um, a weight test and they take a, a urine sample. Right. So within in your urine, you have to be uh, hydrated um, uh, uh, up to a certain amount, 
And if you're not, if you started, you know, losing weight uh, through sweating, then obviously you can't you can't fight. So it's uh, I I feel like it's a cheat proof system. Dude, that's really that's really cool, man. Like I'm yeah, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing you know one and what they're gonna continue doing, man. Um, how, how have you enjoyed? I mean, the difference I've seen with them, especially with their um, a lot of their uh, their Muay Thai fighters and their kickboxers. It seems like some fights they have with gloves, other fights they have with the MMA gloves, and it's a lot of times in the cage. How is the, how has that been different for you? Uh, it's not really different at all. I mean. <laughs> fighting in the cage versus the ring uh it's the same thing you know it's right. just another stage the only the only difference i guess is uh when you get when you get thrown on the ropes you can kind of angle a lot a lot easier right. because you're still within your fighting stance but if you get thrown against the uh cage then um you kind of get into uh, uh like a standing stance where both your feet are lateral almost like a clinch stance so then it's a lot harder for you to angle off so that's just something that you have to uh keep in mind other than that there's no there's no really uh there's not much of a big difference and obviously it's a lot harder um in a ring since it's more circular to right. uh cut your opponent off but you know it's, it's it's nothing um nothing major and uh as far as the uh the gloves go um when you fight in the ring that they then they ask you to use uh mma gloves whether it's muay thai or not and then if you're in the ring uh, then you can use the eight ounce boxing gloves. Huh. So wait, wait, do you guys actually like get a choice like the day of the fight or is it like just like in your car you guys get to actually No, no, it's Yeah, it's set up it's set up within the uh within the agreement before the fight, so you'll know ahead of time uh oh, if that's... you're gonna be fighting in the ring or in the cage. Oh, okay, okay. Um man in, in, in your career man and again you fought so many places what has been your favorite place uh, let me think and thanks again for your time bro this is like really really like awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah of course um, I think my favorite place maybe it was Mexico okay and um, uh, I liked it because um, I went there with my coach, uh, Coach Ray, and uh, the fight itself was in a uh, bull ring. So that, oh. um, yeah, like a, like a bull arena, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so the ring ring was set up in the bull arena, so that was cool. Um, and then the fight itself had a lot of drama. And then the next day, it was just so relaxing. It was like a sunny day, and we're walking on the beach. <laughs> we're just enjoying our time off now, and uh, I think that was uh, that was a nice experience over there. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, so since, I mean, from competing there, and again, I know you've also competed like, you know, Lumpini, and you're doing a lot, you know, you've been in Thailand a lot training there what is that intensity and even more importantly man like being in those stadiums and competing there how is the intensity there in comparison to like competing out here um as far as training goes the intensity is the same you know okay. i'm always trained training hard um hitting as hard as i can so that's all that's all the same the only difference is the heat the heat makes a huge di- difference and um yo it looks rough ties, out there man <laughs> yeah for the, for the ties they don't they don't sweat like uh foreigners do you know uh, because their body is already adjusted i mean they're born in this climate so if you look at right. them uh they sweat but not as much as 
I sweat. When I sweat, it's like it's crazy, man. And um, and it's good because that's your way of cooling yourself. But then you're losing so much water that you end up losing power as well, and you can't right. intake as much water as you're uh, as you're uh, losing. So you can never kind of like um, figure it out. And even if you even if you do intake a lot of water, now you can't really train because your your like stomach is filled with uh, liquid. <laughs> so Dude. It's, it's a bad situation, you know, so it's a lot harder um, uh, as far as the weather go goes. But, um, uh, you know, the benefit is when you come back home, then it's obviously uh, a lot easier. And then as far as fighting in mm. the stadiums, uh, to be honest with you, I never really cared about, you know, fighting at a certain place. It, okay. just, it doesn't matter. That's, that's not really my goal. My goal is just to f- fight uh the best out there that that i can fight you know right, and to keep proving to myself um uh you know just to keep getting better and doing the best that i can but the actual stage doesn't really matter so fighting in lumpini or at Ashton, i don't know it, i never really really cared man. about that no that's i understand it man completely um what originally was the thing that drew you to muay thai I mean, because there's so many other, you know, combat sports, you know, and people have like just I feel like people get drawn in for different reasons, you know? Right, right. Yeah. um, When I was like sixth or seventh grade, I started watching a lot of um, boxing on ESPN. And Mm -hmm. um, I first wanted to be a boxer because I've never seen anything else, uh, you know, other than like kickboxing or something. Right. Um, So what attracted me to boxing was... uh, was just how beautiful it looked, you know, the way the uh, the fighters were slipping punches and weaving and stuff like that, and you know, hits are coming within centimeters or inches of your head, and they're they're able to uh, slip the punches or, or weave them, and uh, that was just uh, beautiful to me, you know. So I I like the technical aspect of that, but then when I wanted to um, box, my parents didn't let me box because you know they brought me to america uh to make something of myself you know to go to school and stuff and and to them fighting for money is like the, the lowest thing you can do because that's that's how they looked at it so then Absolutely. instead of instead of boxing uh i told them that i wanted to do taekwondo so i did taekwondo but you know it just wasn't uh it wasn't realistic to me because right. we didn't use we didn't uh, hit to the face and things like that and then after uh, about four years of doing Taekwondo that's when I saw um, first time Muay Thai on, on TV and it was I think it was actually on ESPN and uh, it was an, it was a Thai guy um, that was fighting and I, and I just again uh, what drew me to that was the way he how technically he was and how um, how like sturdy he was he was always on balance and how powerful he was the speed and I was like man this is the shit that I want to do absolutely uh, but <laughs> but I've never heard of it before so then I just went online that's when they first you know first uh, computers were like being used around that time I went I went online and I found um, a school which which is on North Jersey Muay Thai okay and that was it man dude that's awesome i mean in i mean in that case to be you you were had to be like close to 20 or so but by the time you actually started uh in muay thai right 
Yeah, I started pretty late. I started at 18. Oh, dude, man, that's that's incredible. I mean, it's really in a short period of time. Um, do you, now, when you're like in Jersey and everything, do you feel like a part of the like your success has been that visual visualization? Goodness, can't even talk. Uh, but you know, uh, visualizing uh, the, the you know just and, and and just drilling over and over has that been one of the biggest you know just strengths in your like training process? Yeah, definitely that, and uh, like I said before, being focused and uh, uh, hardworking, um, and just always keeping your eye on that goal. You know, absolutely. Man. Um, when I was when I was younger, I never thought about any titles or anything like that, or mm-hmm. obviously money. There was there was no money. Uh, all I wanted to do is just keep proving to myself that I can. Uh, that I can be, that I can do this to the best of my ability, uh, because it was a challenge. So I just wanted to keep getting better and better. Um, and of course, my coaches too. They had the same mindset, so they they also like that technical style. So that helped out a lot awesome. as well, because we were both on the same page. So we both had the same uh, goals as far as uh, training goes, you know. And we kept everything very authentic um, to Thailand because they train with a uh, Thai uh, trainer in okay. America and they've been to Thailand as well. So they knew what to look for. They knew um, how to hold the pads correctly and uh, what to look for in correct technique. So that helped out a lot as well. And um, like I said, you, know, you just have to be diligent. You have to really, really love this. Love what you're doing. But you don't have to love everything about what you're doing. Right. You know, but... Um, overall, obviously, you have to have some kind of care for what you're doing. Absolutely, man, dude, that's so dope to hear, man. Um, like I said, I know, like I said, you, you, you're, you know, you're at a coffee shop, and I appreciate you, man. Us middle of the day over there. No, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> um, what else do? You, what do you have coming up, man? When's the next time we're gonna be able to see you compete? Uh, I just had a fight two weeks ago and um, I'm actually going back to the States uh, in a few days and I wanted to fight one more time but uh, I got cut in the fight and uh, I went through the healing process and six, seven days later I took the stitches out and then I got cut I mean um, the the cut opened up again and I was uh, training uh, with my uh, with my trainers, so oh no, uh, I couldn't fight. <laughs> I, I couldn't get another another fight. Yeah, so that kind of sucked. Um, so now I'll just oh, man, be uh, home for. I'll be home for uh, the month of January, and then I'm coming back here to Thailand uh, early February, and then I'll probably end up fighting uh, for one either in February or sometime in March. So looking forward to that. Oh, dude. Man, I can't wait, man. Well, OJ, man, thank you so much, man. Um, is there anything that you're working on? Anything that uh, you know people should look out for you for? Where can they find you? Um, as far as work goes, just my my new uh, store that I just uh, opened up online, selling uh, my my uh, my branded um, t-shirts and then some other stuff too. So they can check that out at topicfight.com. What kind of stuff do you have over and, uh, on there? That's pretty much. Say that again. I said, what kind of stuff do you have on there or on the on your site? Uh, it's just, 
it's just some of my artwork that I'm selling as far as uh, clothing goes. I have clothing for uh, women, leggings, sports bras, things like that, T-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, sweaters. Oh, that's dope. So, uh, yeah, I'm working on that. And then uh, for everybody who isn't following me on social media, you guys can stay up to date on there uh, at Topic Fight. And that's across the board for Facebook, Twitter. And then, of course, I just always wanted to th- th- uh, thank my sponsors on it in Fight Style. Um, Clean Meats, uh, Straight Jacket. Got a bunch of bunch of uh, sponsors that helped me out, so I'm always thankful to them. That's what's up, man. Dude, man, Ojin, thank you again, man, so much for coming on today. I, I've been a big fan of yours for a while. I love, you know, watching you compete. And like I was saying, if you, if you have anyone hasn't listened, you know, watched your IG, you know, watch how you crush the pads and stuff, man. Every time I see you, it makes me want to go out and work out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 everybody should, should do that. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Um, yeah, man, thank you. Oh, absolutely, bro. Well, thank you again so much, man. Um, and like I said, look forward to seeing you. And I hope again we get to get an opportunity to do this again sometime soon. Yeah, anytime. I appreciate you, brother. All right, man. You have a good one. All right, man. All right, all right. bye. Bye-bye. All right, all right, all right. Um, this is the Fight Podcast, and I'm your host, Serge Vicente. Thank you so much for Ojin Topper for joining me on today's show. If you haven't already checked him out, check him out on all social media platforms as well as his website. We just said it, but just in case you didn't get it, it's at Topic Fight. Make sure if you guys get an opportunity, again, check out his website. And also, um, if you are in the Jersey area, um, he's also does a litany of personal training as well as seminars all over the place. So make sure you cash this dude out. Man, that to me, (laughs) I don't know if you guys know this already. You can tell in my like voice and demeanor was super, super awesome to talk to somebody of this caliber. For those of us, again, who don't know or don't understand Please, please, please check out one championship. Check out um, Ojin's and, and uh, Ojin's fights. This dude is one of the most technically sound fighters that I have ever seen. He's powerful. He's strong. He's smooth, and uh, really one of the most fun fighters to watch uh, kickboxing, no matter what organization uh, around worldwide, man. So thank you once again uh, to Ojin Topic for joining me on today's show. This is Serge Vicente, and hey, everybody, thank you so much for joining me again during this holiday week. I know a lot of us probably aren't at work, and we're um, trying to just eat as much as we possibly can and enjoy it. There is still a huge fight coming this weekend, headlined by John Jones and Alexander Gustafson. I will break that down on our next episode of the Fight Podcast, and uh, so much more. The Fight Podcast is brought to you each and every week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers healthy meal prep and fitness mentoring. Sign up for Sage Eats at sageeatschicago.com. Apply promo code FIGHT for 20% off your first three months. Remember to follow The Fight Podcast on all social media platforms at The Fight Podcast and follow me at Serge Vicente. Support the show by checking us out on the website. Remember, we are not just on iTunes and SoundCloud anymore. We are on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, every 
major tune five tune tubes whatever that is every major podcasting outlet we are on there now so please check us out let everybody know and uh, share that thank you once again for listening and i will see you next time right here on the fight podcast peace out